I get offended when somebody don't like my like, I was watching one of your beat club videos. You were saying you getting 50K, 100K for beats. No, I used to get like 300, 500. Producing ain't always just making music. It's it's about producing a great atmosphere for a person. This might be too much gems for y'all. Like I'm, I'm always, see now that I'm like in the world, I'm eight steps ahead. So I already been on this for a couple of years. I'm like, AI's gonna take over all producers. I'm telling you. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. It's your boy TB. Now this is a whole legendary different interview. Okay, first off, you know we got JB in the cut over there. You yes, know what I'm saying? But look who done came out of retirement, <laughs> y'all. Dylan done came out of retirement. We ain't seen this brother in a yes, year. Sir. Yes, no sir. Like a year and a half. You know, I guess he ain't trust me and JB to do the interview. But we got legendary <laughs> Timberland in the building. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, what's up? What's up? <laughs> this is cool. <laughs> and would it be disrespectful not to run through the credits? There's just so many credits, bro. Like. Pages, I mean, if you, I mean, man, we got Jay Z, Beyonce, Justin Timberlake, Missy Elliott, Genuine, and Madonna. I mean, it goes, it's like times 10, then times another 10. No care. And then shit, it, it probably ain't even enough. It's still probably more, man. I know, man. And I, when, I, when you say all of that, it lets me know that I really love this shit. I really put the time in. And it, when you say those names now, it made me say, thank God for consistency. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It takes a tenacious spirit because in the producer world, <clears throat> you can give up. Shit get hard. You know what I'm saying? I just thank God for the blessings of having a, having consistent artists to drive my car. You know what I'm saying? I, could it be, I feel like us as producers, we the car, we the Bentleys, we the, we the Rolls Royce, and they the drivers. So I just thank God I had some great drivers to drive my car. You said consistency too. Like I know we got questions, but... We got to stop there, man, because I feel like that's so important and doesn't get talked about a lot. Like a lot of people, like they start out wanting to be producers. They get sidetracked wanting to start a whatever new company or what, you know what I mean? Like kind of going down several different paths. I think, you know, I I take music seriously. So when people ask me to get involved, yo, Timbo, get a, you know, okay, when you wake up, this, this understanding, like I'm a house of dragons now. Like when you wake me up, I can't, I need you to be up it in the morning. I need you to crank that computer up. I need, like you asking me because this is like when I love it. You know what I'm saying? It's hard enough to be a be a, a, a young adult worrying about your bills and all this type of shit, just living life. So just to do music and have people on your head top saying, "Oh, I don't know, I don't know." Like I, had to, you know, coming from Virginia, we ain't had none of that. New York and other, everything else was like the hot spots. So the music, I just loved it. It, it made me feel rich. You know what I'm saying? So. I gotta be consistent because I feel like I was making a million dollars every day when I wasn't. Mm. Because of the music made me feel like a million bucks. Then the music started making me feel like a hundred million bucks. <laughs> then I started, then when the hits started to come, I said, ooh, I feel like a, this music, ooh, baby, you a billionaire to me. So every time, that's why in my career, I stayed in the studio. Even when I moved to New York, I stayed. My, my, my accountant at one point in time said, man, you don't spend no money. I ain't was one to go out and then people like, man, you got to enjoy the fruit of your labor. That's what fucked me up. You know what I'm saying? I should have stayed what I was doing. Mm. You know, that way I wouldn't have never got caught off guard when the shit evolved. You know what I'm saying? I I fell off. I was I was like Adam and Eve, man. I should have ate the apple. Shouldn't have ate the Eve. You know what I'm saying? I fucked up. And everybody do it. And that's when I kind of like start, that's when I started, the, the consistency started to fade a little bit because I thought I was bigger than the music. Mm. And I know it, like I can say it and I'm like, oh shit. And that's when Pharrell came up and all these other, you know, that's when Swiss came and knocking my head top off and all that said with the, 
I was like, oh, pack my bags. Let me go sit down. You know, so, you, you know, cause back then it was heavy competition. And it wasn't so much the competition. It was letting you know, it kind of like, it's more a check yourself. Check yourself like, damn, am I really on my game or am I slipping? So I was consistent for a long period of time. So when you say those names, I think about, yeah, I was, I was in there. I was grinding. I was putting in that work. I saw the love when I didn't have the love. I saw the love, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I, what I mean by when I say consistent consistency, you got to love it, like love it, love it. I tell producers like, <clears throat> man, it's so much you can do with one loop. They be like, oh, it's done. I say, well, no, man, we can trick this bitch out. What are you talking about? Like this thing can be shortened. We can chop this up. We can make two sounds, two notes. You ain't, you got to look at that bitch. It's like this, this was all you had to sell. You got to make this bitch into a five-star meal. You know what I'm saying? So I chop. I'm like, people be too lazy. I was like, yo, man, that ain't consistent, man. So I, I think that my job is now to coach, to push the umbrella so you can put some value, some worth on, on our names. You know what I'm saying? Because we, we the ones that really drive the ship. You know what I'm saying? So consistency for me is you got to love it through the good and the bad. Mm. You got to love this shit. You feel like that's a lack in the community? Like, I seen ATL Jacob post, he was like, labels hit him up and want him to make, like, TikTok hits, but it's not about that, it's about the music. Man. It's... Yeah. I could be cut by me being a businessman, so I understand the business aspect of it, but then I'm, I am a music person, and I had to tell that person that... I had to tell the business side of me from the creative side of me, we had conversations every day because I know both sides. So I'm like, man, fuck that. I didn't, when I made uh, One in a Million and all these other records that became these TikTok things, did I know they were TikTok? No. So why are you telling me them? What is that? You don't even know. You just know it's big on TikTok. So it's what you create is what the creator creates. You can't make a tick. There's no such thing as make a TikTok beat or a TikTok. No, it don't work that way. People take what they feel off of a real song. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that tell you what I battle with myself in my head. That's how to get your conversation, and that's how people got. You know, if I was telling uh, see uh, one of the raps, bro, we got to stop saying that shit, man. You, what you need to go find influence to make that bitch a TikTok song. How about that? Mm. So let me ask you this, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck are we talking about? Like, come on, bro. Like, ain't no such thing as a TikTok song, man. Like, he's <laughs> sound crazy, yeah, man. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, what is the... Like- you, yo, you, yo, you can't even give me a, you can't even give me a definition. I'd be like, man, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? Then here go business Tim would be like, well, you know, he just, the creative side is shut the business side up. I'm like, He's right. Yeah, we don't really know. I think we just looking at a song and that looking at maybe it could be the person. Maybe it could be the way the person moving. And the song and everything connect. Just like when they put in Kate Bush. When I, me and my daughter's watching Stranger Things. And this is one of my favorite songs. Like, run it up that one, make a deal with God. And I was like, mm. yo, when I heard the shit in there, I said, it's out of here. You know why? Could they put something nostalgia in a Gen Z world? Mm. Something that already exists with feeling. That you just gotta coming. put it in the right scenario. TikTok, stupid. 
But yeah, I was, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's the same shit. Like, there ain't no lyrics in that that would like you could point to and be like, yeah, that's a TikTok. Or, or but it, it was big on TikTok. Right, exactly. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I see. <laughs> there you go. Sometimes it's scenario. Sometimes it's placement. It's called content, people. So I'm telling y'all business people, stop telling these producers, give me a TikTok beat. Nah, let them give you their feeling. And you ter- determine where the feeling go can be a TikTok. All right? Don't be telling these hot producers of the day what the fuck is a t- what is What is that? <laughs> stop doing that, bro. Don't that. You discouraging. <laughs> you discouraging the creator. Don't do that. Mm. I've been 10 on one. Y'all asked me five minutes in the interview. <laughs> hey, man. He already did like two hours out there, so I'm already amped, man. I done smoked one, too. <laughs> Jeez. Speaking of feelings, like, what record that you produce? Did you really feel like you put your emotions into it, like all your emotions? All of them, man. I get it. I get. It. I get offended when somebody don't like my shit. Mm. Cause, I, cause, you know, what I'm saying that's like me. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying I, it, not offended. I hurt my feelings because, cause I, that shit is my baby, man. You, I be like, you hear that sound? Like producers, like, like I think um, OG Parker said, producer porn. Man, that was heavy back in our days. You know, what I'm saying like the ear candy shit like that's what we live for like oh you hear that you know what i'm saying but then it's like nowadays you'd be like what we hear and the customer here they're like i don't hear that shit because you gotta think about it people came to me say yo you got a baby in the record so that lets me know they hear my ear candy all my little shit that i put in records they heard so to go from from go from knowing that to now saying that don't exist that's kind of harsh that's harsh so Mm-hmm. That's that's harsh, bro. Like to me, it took me a minute to adapt to that. Cause I'm like, well, damn, they just you don't hear that shit. You don't hear that shit. So, so I now I had to learn. Like, you know what? I gotta rethink this bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It just called evolution, man. I just I enjoy it. I enjoy it. First, I didn't. I used to be. I used to hate the shit out of it. Like, cause I thought I knew music. I I look at music like a woman. You know, I thought I knew her. But she changed up on me. Damn. I wasn't prepared for it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm telling you some real the shit, right? though. <laughs> hey, so it's 2023. If you mm-hmm. can go back right now, go in Time Machine and go back, would you put tags on all your beats? I don't know. If, I kind of like the Like, I'm going to tell you, Takey got a cold-ass tag. Take you? Take Boy, that shit. It's sometimes the tone. It only be the tag. <laughs> nigga, I don't think y'all understand. It's like, Metro Boomer, it's a tone. She would have said, dun, dun, dun. it's like it's something that goes with every sound mm. of the beat. So for me, I'm like, oh, them tags is all right. So that's when I look at somebody's tag and be like, like when I'd be on Twitch, they played it like, Adriana, Adriana. I was like, oh, man. Come little on, little man. Tim Productions. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I like, cut it out, cut it out, cut it out. It's an infomercial. It's an infomercial. Don't do that. Oh, man. Don't do that, bro. Don't do that. It's like it's them tags are serious now. I think them tags are serious. Who would your tag be if you had man, one? Man, I ain't I man, it probably take that probably wouldn't be popping because I don't know what <laughs> I don't know. It's like this. I should do this. I was a DJ and I think people like, yo, I should do this thing like DJ Tim, DJ Timmy Tim, come on. But the way I said it, I was trying to be like Kid Capri, but I guess the way my tone was at that time trying to mimic Kid Capri, it might have been a dope tag. Lil Wayne did one that I took that I thought was pretty dope. I said, man, I'll start putting tags on my beat. But then I'm like, my beat is my tag. I can't really tag something that's already tagged. Mm. Mm. That was deep right there. I ain't gonna count. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so I'm just like, you know, I think it's dope though. I think it's creative. I think, I think the one that was creative, that's why we love. 
ATL, Jacob, ATL. It just feels, it feels. Nice I don't know what it is. It feels like it go with the. It feels like it's a part of the beat. I don't know what it is. Mm. It's like I want to hear it more. Muffle. Because <laughs> I feel like people should follow that rhythm. You know, ATL, Jacob, ATL, Jacob. Boom, boom. I think one and four, one and four, the makeup. Boom, boom. Yeah. I, that's how I feel like hey. it should be going. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, I'm telling you, ATL, if you hear this, you should do that. Then follow that flow. Then future coming. You know what I'm saying? That shit go hard. I'm telling you. That's how I create it. I'm like, yo, that's what I mean. Taking what you already have and multiplying that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like the ASR 10, you only had eight outputs. I never cut off my keyboard. And back then you had to save. So I said, man, I ain't saving this shit. So I keep that bitch on. I said, I said anybody leave this to do not cut the power off. I trusted in the studio. I should have been stupid. I should have saved the shit. But God Almighty kept my keyboard on with the same drum sound. But I used wow. the same drum sounds through a whole album. And people don't, I would keep tweaking, spending time with the drums. But it's the same set because I know this, this eight set ain't going to let me down. I done made three hits already with the same set. So I'm not going to change. I'm just going to keep tweaking it. I said, let me just... Play with the pitch, play with this, play with that. Let me flip the sample around. There's a couple songs I use the same sample three times. Mm. And people don't even know I'm like, the same thing. I'm like, man, it's so much more in this thing. And people are like, yeah, oh, it's the same thing. I said, yup, because it had eight different parts to it that could be used. Sometimes we don't explore what we already made. And sometimes you can you can go back and kind of reinvent. Cause people, what the and I ask you? Yeah, I want that same. I want that same future beat. That same. That same beat. That they ask you that same shit. So guess what? You take that same future beat, flip that bitch. Now I've seen TV do that. Like when you know when he cooks up live, like you make a whole beat and then throw the beat into the sampler and slow it down yeah, and like shit. sample yeah. the beat. You know what I mean? So yeah, I definitely know what you're talking about. What's the weirdest way you made a beat? Like the weirdest time you made a beat type shit. I know you did some weird shit. All my stuff is weird. Like, cause I go in there, cause I, I look at this, I always, sometimes like for me to reinvent myself, I remember this one time, like, I got tired of like using my ASR 10 and stuff like that. So I just started going to garbage cans and rakes and spoons and plates and shit and saying to myself, how would I make music if I ain't had no money? If I ain't had no way to afford it? Cause I know I, when my mom, when my mom was, when I was young, my mom brought me this sampler keyboard sampler, Casio sampler, sample for one second. And I had to make one second stretch to 10 seconds. So what I did, speed the record up and slow and pit and, and speed it up real fast and slow and sl play it on the last little key to give me the right more time mm, in the sample. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> so, Cause we had to make do for what we, so I take that concept, I had to make, so the concept was, am I still hungry? Let me stop. Let me, what if all in my keyboard and my sounds leave tomorrow, how would I make music? And I start realizing music is all around us. So I start taking like garbage cans, micing it up, finding out new ways of finding bottom and different type of shit. So, and, and I can tell you the records that I did, it was like garbage cans. Um, The one with um, Give It To Me. That was all buckets and, and rakes and, and house yard shit. <laughs> that was it. That was a whole beat, and it was a hit. Um, so for me, that's all. I know I did something in front of T.I. with just pencils. He was like, yo, this dude doing a beat with pencils. 
mic it up. It's cause all about the micing, the preamps, and all that type of stuff. Cause I mix my own shit. And um just playing with the the EQs. I learned that from Dr. Dre, you know? So doing shit like that, really taking to the next level. That's always been me. Just always trying to keep myself inspired. When you do so many hits, you'd be like, what's next? What's next? I always, I never, when people ask me, man, you got some of them joints saved? I got some saved, but most of the stuff I did was all tailor-made right then and there. Mm. Then I erase. What you mean erase? It's never saved. It's not there no more. That's what it's out to the world. Like you bounce out the two track and then it's, it's it? It's not the two, I take all the stems they got it. So it was on tapes back then. It was on regular reels. Uh, 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 I forgot the name of them, reel to reel. So they take the reels, they put, it was on tape machine. So now it's digital, so you have to transfer all those tapes to digital. But what I'm saying, I put all my drum sounds on tape, never saved the song itself in my ASR 10 oh, okay. to save space. So it was always like the same drums. I know where the drums are at. But if I had it, the pattern to load it back up, nah, it was, it's on tapes. Like I, I dump it from my keyboard to the tape. That's like cooking up with the FL demo. Yeah. FL studio demo. Let me uh, let me ask you this. We love asking this question because this this speaks directly to the audience. You know, we're talking to producers that, you know, want to be in a position like you and want to be, you know, you know, having a career and getting placements. If you if you were just starting out, you know, you as a 20 year old, 18 year old, 15 year old, whatever right now in this day and age, no contacts, you're just a regular average person. What, what would you be doing? Like, how would you how would you get on? You know what the funniest thing? I think how would I get on if I'm 18, 20? I'll try to look for a community to follow other people like me and just hear stories. That's why I started Beat Club. You know, his his stuff like, you know, I would look for stuff like that and find, you know, really use the internet. But I think I would get in a community and let the community be like, yo, that that little kid, Cole, just be quiet. Like I always been doing my shit. It was Missy who told me that I was dope. I feel like it would be the same way around. I feel like somebody would vouch for me. And I think, you know, cause all I'm doing is showcasing my love just to showing you like, yo, I'm here. I, I really love this shit. Cause you know, when you're in a community of greatness, other producers that you might, if I'm young and I'm looking like, oh, it's Metro. I'm gonna get in the room. I want a community where I can see all the Metro kids and everybody make it be like they do on Twitch. I would look for that and just have, and my name will spread the same way my name spread it when I was making beats, it's just from my house in the hood. You know what I'm saying? From somebody coming, an artist coming, you know, that, like Missy coming. She the one that spread it. She the one that believed in me and put me out there. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes I think if I was 18 years old or 20 years old, I just put myself in the community, like watching y'all, what y'all promote on, on a producer grind and, and just being in the community and just, cause you know what I'm saying? Cause like, I think once your community hear you, the world will hear you cause the community gonna give it up. Be like, yo, that boy nice, that boy nice. You know, you start hearing that and then you might collab. I feel like I think I would try to collab too with others. I think that's the big thing that I love about this generation is a lot of collabs. You start to collab, it started to be fun. Cause that's how I, if you really think about it, that's how I did it. I collab with, with Missy. She, you know, she was a, she's a producer in her own right. So it's like the collaboration and building something fresh, building something, you know, you, you just go a long way. You be the new kid on the block. I just feel like that's, that's how I came in the game really as a producer under Devontae. I was under Jodeci, I was under him. He was a producer. We did Tupac, you understand? But he really did it, but but being under him, you know what I'm saying, got the acknowledgement and, 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 and look where I blossomed to being up under somebody, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I'm 18, I'm gonna try to 
get so dope so I can get in the room with like these people like, yo, I'm gonna bring homeboy in. Or, you know, and then, you know, I know now we got to do the, learn the business. So, you know, if you do get in the room, people might ask you to sign and just learn your business as, you know, you may, and then do, just do good business and get in them rooms. Next thing you know, man, like, sometimes like if you, if you love what you do, it's like going to college, bro. It's like, <clears throat> you gonna go, you go, cause you, you need those stories to tell to where you get to the top. Yo, I, I produced with this person. I did this. I did that. I was in the room, man. And you know, when you look back at it and then you look back at your history, you be like, damn. I was 18, now I'm 22. And I done made blah, 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 two, three hits. You know what I'm saying? I think if I'm 18, 20, there's so many opportunities to really, you know, enjoy the process before I try to get, you know, you got to love the music and <clears throat> not look for the, um, the money, but now, and that's why I created what I created, because it's like we got, we do so many beats, but it'd be independent. You know, the artists always want to, they want to get a shine. It's like, yo, let some of them beats sell, 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 some, sell your product. Now you got to treat this business, treat your shit like it's an Amazon, like a beat store. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's different now. So it's like, <clears throat> I'm going to look at it. I'm gonna like, my 18 or 20 something, like, okay, there's two ways I could say I can make some money now or, I'm gonna keep grinding out. Do it's, it's so many ways you can do it. You know what I'm saying? You can treat, you know, I just say you gotta love it either way you do it. You gotta love what you're doing. And you gotta t go through the process no matter what. Or the process, it, it, you gotta go through the trial and tribulation. Would you be down, would you be, uh, would you be looking to like, you know, spend money and pay for collabs to build relationships? And also, would you be trying to move and uh, relocate to like a, a, to an Atlanta or LA? Um, to to do it on the ground. Would I would I relocate? As a young as yeah, a say young you were producer. in VA, you know what I mean? As a young producer, would I relocate? I think I would do all what it takes just to be surrounded in music. Whether if it's wrong or right, I'm just following my dream. Risking it all. I'm just I'm gonna do whatever. Whatever, if it's an idea, I'm going to sit on it, pray on it, but it, music going to let me know where to go. The music going to let you know where to go. You know what I'm saying? You got to let you gotta let God lead you, the gift that he put in you. Go. You got to go. You got to, you got to, you know, like Peter, you got to get off that boat, man. Hey, amen, amen. You got to get off the boat. Bro, you got to make an audio book or something, bro. Huh? No, nah, I'm just in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back, like, talk about Virginia. You went to high school with Pharrell and working with Missy Elliott. Like, what's that like? Shout out Virginia. I'm from Virginia, by the way, too, so. You know what it's like, man. Yeah. Why are you asking me what it's like? <laughs> I ain't from the 757, though. So. But where you from? Like, Richmond. You got to, it ain't that it much. It ain't that far. It ain't that, that man. Like, we no, got so many. You know what it is. You <laughs> yeah. know what it is, boy. People, P, you got dang, you know what it is. You know what VA is. It ain't. At least you got the internet, but think about when you didn't have it. If you didn't have the internet, you know what it is. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a different type of place. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's Commonwealth. It is what it is. It's a little slow. They say Commonwealth. That's where the Commonwealth they be trash, bro. Right? That what it is, bro? Like I just be honest. You got a fine on a fine, and you get a parking fee. You got a parking fee because your tires was dirty. Then you got another fine if it's some lint on this. Damn, that shit terrible. Damn, they going crazy. So now, what was the question again? You said I just somebody. growing up in Virginia and for real, Missy Elliott and just okay. that scene. I mean, man, like I say, man, 
all I see is good thoughts. So I only when when I just thought about Virginia, I was like, <laughs> but if I when, I when the music come in and put a joy, like the color just got bright because Pharrell's at Master Sound. It's so many, it's so many great moments came out of them places, man. Like growing up, being around us, what we created, we believe, man. We all believe. I knew Pharrell would be bigger than be the biggest one that come out of there. I just know I was gonna be right behind him. Right, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just, Pharrell was always ahead of the curve on a lot of stuff with fashion. He was always on on. He was always cutting edge on everything. How he went to school, who he dated, everything was just different. To the way people were like, well, Pharrell, Pharrell. The way his mannerisms, the way he, the way he heard music, his songwriting was on another level. He wrote this song called "Look in the Water" for this guy. I was like, oh, this boy is special. I knew he was special and I was a kid. I was like, ooh. So you, for me, I wanted to hang around that. Cause all I can do is make me better. That's the hang around Pharrell that we came up with a group called Surrounded by Idiots, SBI, B Pharrell, mm-hmm. Magoo and all that. You know what I'm saying? We did all of that. So it's like, it was all for the love of music, man. The music kept us going. Missy was out there. Missy was from Portsmouth. Man, that music kept us like, that kept us goddamn strong in the depression because Virginia is depressing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dude, you know what I'm saying? But it felt like everything was out there because of the music. And it was. We was out there. You understand? We was out there doing what we was doing, creating what we was creating, and didn't know that we was creating a sound for the state of Virginia. You know what I'm saying? Like, but Pharrell did records. He did this. When he did Rump Shake, I was like, oh, this boy, different. He different. He I said, he wrote them parts. Boy, we was just, we just, we just had our own thing, man, and we believed in ourselves. Like especially Missy, she she was a uh, she she might be the hardest besides Beyonce, the t- like the hardest working women I know, mm. for real. Like, whew, push me to the edge. Like Missy, I could do a hundred beats before she like one. Like. That's called commitment and love. Because, you know, when somebody tell you they don't like it, go something else. You'd be crushed because it could be your beat that you Bruh, love. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just knock your whole feelings down. You, you just get punched. You get, punch, you get beat up so much because, you know, we we love it. When you love it, somebody smacks. You know, get that out of here. He did, though. And you go through a hundred of those and you get that one boy. That one boy felt like a thousand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So... Virginia just gave you know I, I I got happy thoughts when I when I think about Virginia, cause that's why I was that's what that's what the uh, the love was birthed at, you know hometown. Look where we at today. What was like that first breakout moment or, you know, hit or whatever that uh really kind of launched everything. You know what's crazy? That first hit. The first hit. The first hit was, um, I remember, um, I want to say, If Your Girl Only Knew, Aaliyah, mm. and then Pony. Those were like the first two hits. But like, you know, like music was so crazy. Like I followed, the journey through following music, so beautiful, man. Like I remember, 
you know, we had lost our house. My mom lost four clothes on the house, and I stayed in the grandma's house. And I had my ASR 10. No matter what, I that when I walk and see that ASR 10, it just made me feel like, I, you know, I was I had everything in life. So we, me and Missy did this song when we was, this is when we was with um, Jodeci, I mean with Devontae. And then um, we had split our ways, and um, I was at my grandmother's house, and my lawyer at the time, Louise West, had this this song called Sugar and Spice. Sent it to Aaliyah. Aaliyah didn't, she liked the beat and the songwriter. That that was only God. Because, you know what I'm saying, like back then, like who picks out the beat and the songwriter? Like, she said, I want to work with the people the people who did the beat and the, who wrote the song. That was me and Missy. And from that point, you know, I was developing a style when I was with under the uh, under the Vontae, We had this crew called the Basement. So Pony, when Pony came out, that was like seven years old. You know what I'm saying? And it came out like seven years later. Oh, you but, saying the song you made seven years before it came out? Yeah, I had had it in the can oh, like wow. seven years. So it took seven years before it was birthed. Before that song, well, y'all knew that song, but it was seven years old. Back. Wow. So it's like I was all we. Like we created a sound, me, Missy, Static, rest in peace, always created a sound, this basement sound. We created this sound by being, loving music, just loving it every day, just creating. We created a bounce. That's that triplet's what I came out with. You know what I'm saying? So when the, when we got with Aaliyah, she flew us out there. Missy said, we should give her that sound that we was working on in the basement. And that's when I did One in a Million. That's what that sound was like. And that sound was like being that because I love music so that was like a three year like development of that sound that we knew it was popping you know what I'm saying and so you gotta love it man I went through all the journeys that it took me through even to to this day so let's backtrack a little bit like you said ASRT and I had to look it up you know what I'm saying <laughs> we kind of like the newer audience so like just talk about what it's like making beats in the 80s and 90s like you didn't have just a laptop or FL Ableton. What did you? You had that, that big ass. That shit look heavy, bro. Go, it was heavy. Bro, I'm glad you carry that everywhere. I got the own um, training from my uncle. Bro, that shit so big, bro. Like, How you feel about it? You like, yo, this ancient, don't it? It do. It look. The only guy, it got the little floppy dish shit in it. Yeah, I see? Know, that's hard. I don't know what the fuck. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm talking about. It's called evolution. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, for me, I'm like, but I understand that. And it took me a minute to understand yesterday and today. I like how you accept it too, cause you know, you, you got a lot of OGs that be hanging on us. They be like, man, y'all not real producers. Y'all be clicking in shit, like, you know? Man, that's called producing, bro. It's your mind, bro. What is in your mind? Do you love it? Do you love clicking? Mm. I want to see you click. Soon as you wake up and click, click, click. <laughs> now we're going to change the click to Like, you know what I'm saying? Like me, I'm a man, look. Music is music. And it took me a minute, you know. You know, it, a couple of times I didn't understand and I was hating. I ain't gonna sit and hold you because I damn sure did. But I fought myself. I beat the shit out of myself because I'm like, that's why, I, that's why this went cold because I'm like, man, you can't go in this because you, you, you're not the Timbo. That's not Timbo. Timbo is the one who you came in here and switched the whole rhythm up. So that's the talk I had myself. You can't judge, these, judge the new generation on how, what they do. It's music. You was the one was wishing half, half of this shit would disappear back when you was doing it. I was like, damn, self, you right. You right, I gotta get it together. And I start understanding, I try to talk to my OGs and be like, people that y'all might say be hating, I'll be like, man, you can't do that, bro. 
I said, whether I said, what it sound like when it come out them speakers. Mm. That's all that matters, right? Right. I said, what, that's like a piano, ain't it? That's a piano, right? They'd be like, yeah. So what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, I'm what the fuck are you talking about? It's music. Long as that bitch feel good. Long as it touches your soul. Now that's the only thing that I think people have a problem with is AI because now it's so rhythmic. So the bounce, I think that's what I think when, you know, OG might say something. It's the bounce of the com computer versus hand felt touching of doing, you know what I'm saying, of, of, of human bounce. So I think what happened was that to own and it's just everything just so like uh, syncopated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, quantized type shit. Yeah, and I think that's what kind of like threw, uh, threw the OGs and throw them off. You know what I'm saying? You, you said AI though, and that that's a whole other conversation. How yeah. you feel about that? Like, you think we got to be oh, worried yeah, about over. these? It's over. It's over. <laughs> it's, they taking our jobs. Bruh. AI. Hey, bro, I'm, I'm already ahead of it. Artificial intelligence? Know, yes. You know I mean? Man, ain't no AI beats out here. Yes, it is. Bro, I'm going to tell you, but here's a hit. This might be too much gems for y'all. Like, I'm, I'm always, see, now that I'm, like, in the world, I'm eight steps ahead. So I've already been on this for a couple of years. I'm like, AI's going to take over all producers, I'm telling you. No, don't say that, man. Don't say that. How long we got? <laughs> so, look, so this is what I said why it can't happen. Because now what the, what the problem is, the AI has to partner with a producer, like a Metro, or mustard, and mustard give it its algorithm of the sound. So now the percentage is broken through mustard and the AI. But you just can't duplicate the sound. You know what I'm saying? The AI, you're going to know it, but mustard will tell the AI how it's done. And it's going to have to be, you still have to be a collaboration um, with, 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 with humans. You know what I'm saying? With the producer. Just, you just can't. You know, they might try to throw a beat in there, but you can't never duplicate because you can't duplicate what the human feels each time he does a beat. So mm -hmm. it still would meet the partner with the AI. So it's like a, it'll be Metro partner with AI, blah. So now you got Metro and this AI pumping out thousands of dope ass beats, but he's talking to the AI. You know what I'm saying? Every day he's creating a sound and they, because the AI ain't going to do it exactly right, right? So the AI going to kind of like, you gonna still have to go in there and like, cause it's now it, everything was syncopated. Now you is you fighting against true syncopation, like the thought of the computer. Like no, it's no more clicking. I click. Right. Think about that. I click. Ain't that like so, an AI artist though, right? Like the no, little... that's like no. I'm talking about sound. Sound can be duplicated first before voice. Voice is gonna take a minute, but sound like a like I know this guy, one of my homeboys. He was working on this whole this whole program where the, while the computer sleep is closed, it's generating sounds. And when he opened up, it take white noise and make kicks, the dopest snares while I sleep. He been working on this for years, and I'm sure he mastered it now that the computer makes his kits. He don't get drum kits for people. Makes samples while he sleep. Yeah, and this is like some this is something he's been programming for years. Just like. A real this guy, Nick, Nick Bronze, I'm telling you. He's like mining sounds. <laughs> Bitcoin mining. It's other some other <laughs> shit. I'm telling you. And he was working, I'm telling you, this is back. And I know now it's probably to the next level. And I'm I'm telling you, so I'm like, I feel like, you know how it is, man. Like, 
everybody gonna try to find a cheaper way of doing stuff and doing it a certain way. It's all on the artist too, man. Like it all gotta be like a, a, a understanding too, man. But I feel like you can't just use AI gonna never get the touch of like you can't even though it's Fruity Loop, you still must you know it must a beat, you know a metro beat. I don't care if it is a dial, you know it is. They figure out a way to figure out a sound within this world of digi digital, you know what I'm saying? So that AI ain't gonna be able to do that. Like it's gonna, it's gonna need his help of the, the original, you know what I'm saying? So, it's, but it is coming. I hate to tell y'all, bro, it's coming. What about the, um, the artist? Did you, how you feel about that? I know it was like some controversy or something. Oh, talking about the AI, that, just a, that was just a headline, man. But That's all it was? But, yeah, that's coming too. That's big. Alter ego's big. That's what's gonna go. I but that's see, gonna be I can, fun. I can see the kids liking that though. That's like, gonna be hard. Like a little bro. Fortnite character rapping like, and stuff. Bro, I already got mine. Mine's go. Congo in the gang. Let's go. Like I got two parents called the Petty Girls. Like you gotta hear the music. Like the whole idea. Congo stole my hard drive. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He went off in the metaverse. See, I'm already storytelling. I like it. Yeah, I like it. I'm already, we already own it. Like I'm already on. That's how I invent myself. Reinvent myself. I remember where the world is going, but you still need human touch. I'm just showing that, like, don't get too, don't get carried away. Letting the world, like, I'm art. This is how you do it. And and with the uh with the with the with the AI with um what's it FL Meg or whatever his name was, um Mecca FL Mecca. So like with um with that, it's more like the characters. Like we play video games, man. Like. The gaming, the gaming industry is, and music all goes together. It's just what it is. It's a way to escape. It's a way to be more artistic, and it's a way to sell your art too. Now you can put a value on your art. Now, once you start learning that, I'm telling every producer in the world, you must get a wallet. You must get a crypto wallet. You must. Don't let me be the OG telling you about the new. Why y'all ain't got wallets? You know, you could be selling the one-off on beat and making plenty of money. What are you doing? You need wallets. I'm going to show y'all. I'm going to show y'all how to do it. I'm going to bring y'all with me. That's what I'm bringing with Congo in the game. It's like, get wallets. It's easy. The middleman is out. What's your percentage? Boom. You can see it on your wallet. Transparency right there. Split go right there. Now you just made money while you waiting for a placement. That's hard. What uh like what are some of the pro like? It's Congo in the game. You'll see like new producers. I'm putting people on. They don't understand it. People going to be like, yo, what is this? I'm saying, first of all, it's saving the community. It's helping the community. And it's putting value back to the producer's name and making producers feel like they value. Like, yo, because I know like I know how it is. Like, it ain't the same game when I came in. It was Timberland, Pharrell, whatever, whatever. It's, 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 it's the tags, but it's, it's no respect on us. You know what I'm saying? And it, and it got to be some, a little bit of respect. And so if I show different ways and avenues, one of y'all going to catch what I'm doing and going to take it to the next level. I just got to be the first one to present it. And you know, once you see it, you can come back and tell me what I'm doing and be like, I see what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? I feel like how much music we got sitting on our hard drive ain't nobody heard? Plenty. Thanks. That you think is amazing. Thanks. But you waiting on a what? Thanks. Okay, I'm gonna show you. Okay, I'm gonna leave it at there. Get your wallets. <laughs> come on now. And I'm gonna show, look bro, I did a video Congo did a video. I dropped like a hundred in this bear market. Just on a video. How much it takes how much in screaming to make money on a video? Like a million or something? 
to get at least two thousand dollars or something like right. that. On YouTube, you talking about? Okay, I made about fifty just dropping a video. Fifty bands, you said. There you go. So think about it. That's your music. You drop something, and it's a it's a real. It's just by your true fans, and you control how many you put out, what you want to deliver to people, and you you in a world that people and it's art now. It's art. It's an NFT. It's art. So now it's like you getting paid for your art, your craft. So then when you start doing a lot of that, you start getting into that world and creating this whole metaverse world of music and you making money from day one, you're going to start looking at placements a little different. Mm. You're going to start looking at your art and you're going to start really creating, producing, going to start having fun. Then you're going to start saying, yo, I'm making this millions over here. Why am I going to come out and try to, I'm not sending you no pack. I'm telling you, it's like you're going to start treating it. It's like when we start creating new ways of doing stuff, I'm telling you, when the music gets in the metaverse, it's going to be different. I'm telling you, and producer can really do a lot of things, and I'm here to bring it forward. I, I, I think I have a cool way to start it. You know, I'm starting with my, with my, with my, my alter ego. Not really an alter ego, really just like a whole narrative of a story, and I'm starting painting. So when you, I know y'all see my videos. I post my monkey, but my monkey's Congo. I'm calling him a monkey. I call him, you know, like an artist. If I was working with Justin Timberlake and whatever, and it's crazy because he got he he stole the drive with some unreleased shit on it, and it's like you gonna see it. The shit gonna be ill, and it's like, and you gonna be like, you know, for creators, it's gonna be fun, and it's like it give us because we just create by ourselves anyway, and with our friends and pass and pass on our ox to us up, then you know, send it out and wait for you know, but what are we doing in the meantime? I'm just trying to show people, yo, we can treat this shit like games, bro. It's crazy because you, you said bear market. Obviously, we're in a bear market. And I feel like it's not being talked about mainstream. It's not in the headlines no more. You're not hearing about NFTs and crypto. But you think it's still the future? Man, it's like dot-com. They thought dot-com was going to be a bubble. And it's here to stay. Everything dot-com, dot-com. Yeah, man. It's the future. When something is new, it don't just pop off like that. It's, it'll get a bloop and it get a drop. They get up, boop, 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 boop. It's just how life is, man. Right now, it's a, the whole world is crappy. You know what I'm saying? It's inflation and shit high. Everything just messed up, but trust me. They already, it's, look, the casino game is making crazy money just in the, the, the digital metaverse. The fashion digital uh, whole thing is doing a the killing. There, it's money art being made. It's, People selling out projects, it's 4,000. They're making like 22 million. The whole thing is circling like 20. It's crazy, man. It's like once you understand you can write your own storyline, it's really like, you know, it's like true art, true true ways of just really making your music and what else you got come to life, you know what I'm saying, for that, for that, for that generation because it's definitely going to be it's definitely going to be, you know, we got this art, but it's digital art. The same way how that keyboard ASR 10 and then there's Fruity Loops, which took over. Fruity Loops. What we own every day. Phone. Where can you see your art picture? Phone. Now with them glasses coming out, we see in front of your face. Mm-hmm. Augment the reality. Yeah. Come on, bro. I could, I, I could, I think you I know could, what I'm saying? I could definitely see myself with the glasses, not so much the VR though. But with the regular one to see the stuff in front, like, yeah, like we see it now life. when yeah, you're yeah, driving yeah. the car, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the thing is right in front. The Imagine you seeing the art, your art like that. You go in your house, you're going to want to project your art like that. You ain't going to want to see, that's going to look old school to you. Because it'll be yeah. moving and stuff with yeah, the glasses. It's you know? Harry Potter. 
I'm telling people that I say, bro. He said Harry Potter. I say like, there's another world that's coming. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And it's a different value. You that's might have cool. a dragon flying around your exactly. house. Exactly. Yeah. You want to feel it. That's why he's like, that's dope. But that's like, it's going to be ancient. Museums. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be ancient. Like, let's be real. Like, we, but we the start of that. Yeah. Music is like, they already do it with laser beam, like a dip low or the house got. It's the music with the, they, they give you the lasers to give you a show. So that's, that's a digital show. So now if you can have that in your house, like you said, the dragon fire, that's some ill shit. Think about that shit. You be, whoa, you know what I'm saying? Think about you see that heart right there. That I hit a button. Like that. You get what I'm saying? Like you'll be like, oh, that shit crazy. Or it can, it can, get, it can do mental illness. You know, like stuff moving sometimes instead of like, you know, we can sit and look at something and imagine. But what if the, the what you imagine can come can be real and present it to you? Like if you say, I saw that man shake, like he holding his jacket, you see him going like that. Imagine you see him doing, you'd be like, damn, what was he thinking about? You know, you start reimagining mm. things, you know mm. what I'm saying? And I think that's what we going to. That's why you got Mark Zuckerberg with the with the with the meta and all that stuff. It's like they they these kids, these people are not spending money like that to think this not gonna happen. Yeah, they got billions of us. This, this ain't a game. Still, what's what we going into? Like it's crazy. Rappers getting killed. It's crazy out here, bro. People gonna like we gonna produce gonna be like, yo, I ain't going to play. I'm gonna put on me. I'm gonna the new meta gonna be on this alkaline like this, nigga. And you gonna be like, don't know. I go over there. Yo, you know, start doing you know virtual stuff, and that shit gonna take over. I'm telling you. I'm telling but you. Who be doing that shit, bro? On Switch, your mind and um. Yeah, they do yeah, interviews and, and in the metaverse and, and stuff. Shit. Yeah, they got them in their little virtual house and shit. Yeah, they had the curse studio and virtual studio and shit. Oh no, you might have to fuck with that one time, bro. That shit look kind of hard. I'm trying to tell you, man. Then you start being like, you start enjoying stuff that you don't think you enjoy. I'm telling you, man. I'm, that's why I'm coming here. I'm coming in to produce the world now to be the Wizards of Oz. Let me show y'all what's going on. Yeah, let's talk about that, man, because I feel like you like, you know, full on board, man. All your content is, I mean, you're obviously a producer, but like, I feel like you've been really tapping in with the producer community lately. Yeah, man, because like, I'm just trying to create a new home, a new platform. I just see, I just see how, how big it is and just really speak because, you know, nobody's speaking to us who's been there. Like I've been there, you know, 30 years. That's a long time to be doing something. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if the longevity gonna be 30 years for, for hot producers. I don't know. I don't know what it's gonna be. But guess what? Let's have a conversation about it. Let's try to create it. But we can't, I can't do it just by myself. Y'all the future. I'm just telling you, is there anything else you wanna do? Do you love music like this? Okay, what does that mean? We gotta, we gotta create this. That's why I created a platform, you know, my platform, Beat Club, because it's wanna come together and, 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 and work with people to figure out the next wave or put people onto the next wave of how music gonna be done and how to transition your mind from stop thinking placement, start thinking of a store. You know what I'm saying? Like, and just rebranding your shit, you know what I'm saying? Be at the helm of it. And that's that's what I'm doing. So what's like, what's the, um, so I know it's like, you know, it's like an invite only type of platform, right? At right now. Right now. And um, it's, you know, producing going on there and, you know, set up a beat store. But then I know you also got like placement opportunities. Can you so so by me being in the beta stage, I don't we don't got over one point five million dollars in placements, and that's not even launched. We ain't even launched yet. So that's just producers just doing beats by just talking to them and have my. It's really my A and R portal that's uh, that's amazing. That really go out there and really 
sit down with the producers and really conversate in the, in the, in the back end team to tell producers like, you know, that ain't it, you know, be sound like me and being like, like, come on, man, you could be better. And that's all sometimes a producer needs. Like you got a lot of these kids that we ain't never heard yet that they dope and they get, I don't got placement where some of them got in the NHL and people and teach people like, don't just go, don't think, think about a placement for a song. The sync fee is where it's at. That's where it's at. And that's where we done made a lot of producers a lot of money. They ain't, you know, they ain't me seeing 50, 60 bands, you know what I'm saying? Some people never saw it until they got on my platform and got let the door open, when we let the, the gate open. But when we let the door open, which is coming soon, like in a couple months, you know, I'm just here to serve. And one thing I can say, I do calls with everybody. Like I'm not a faceless company. Like I'm really in this shit because I like the coaching part. I don't like, I create by myself and make my little videos, but I like collaborating now. I like, I want to be the guy to go to Cardi and all these producers like, this the new shit. Know why? Because I work with them on this shit. Like, I ain't gonna, I don't come out the house. I'm Lucian Fox. I stay in the background. But I'm out the house to let you know this nigga right here is the truth. And no knock on nobody else because it's all the community. You know what I'm saying? But I want to be the voice to come out, stand beside a young person and let them know that they the shit. And that's what I've done. And a lot of people, a lot of companies now are looking and that's all they do is go to our platform, see what Beat Club got. We work with them, telling people, really tell it, I'm like a high-end concierge service, telling producers how to charge, don't charge, making, you would not, you would not be making no money. Like we show you how to get, we show you how to what, get to the money. What you mean? What, what shouldn't they be charging? What should like they be showing charging? like, what should they charge? What should they be charging? What like, should they be charging? It all depends on like your value. You gotta really look at yourself and value yourself and like take and be in the tiers. Don't 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 go above your pay grade now. So you, you know, don't what do you what do you think about like twenty five dollar, fifty dollar leases and what do you think about all I that? I mean, you gotta look at that bitch like a car. You gotta look at your beast. You gotta get the maximum most money out of your your beast. I don't really get mad at like the fifty dollars, the twenty five dollars. I just feel like mine's ain't gonna be like that. Mine's a high end, cause if we pick you, you ain't starting off like that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't knocking because you gotta eat, you gotta eat. But in my platform, it's going to be, you know, a little bit in the thousands. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't because you with me, I can't have you. Lope, that's the beauty. Like, I, your stocks went up in your price. But you got a lot of, like, $25, $50. And they, they come up. You can't be mad at them. You know, some of the beats, some rappers turning them into hits. So it's like, but I feel like to get that maximum hit, you need a little bit high quality. You know what I'm saying? I I, I just feel like that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like. Sometimes like fast food and a uh, lean cuisine is more, a lean cuisine is more, more, more tastier than, you know, fast food is good. And I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna trip, but it, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna turn out no fine dining restaurant. Hell no. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm more like the fine dining. You know what I'm saying? I don't want the, I want the $50 to turn into a thousand. I want them to get better. You know what I'm saying? So I'm all for everybody, but level up. Stop that thing shopping in the grocery store. Come over here. You know what I'm saying? Like, what about the big ass advances? Like, I was watching one of your beat club videos. You were saying you getting 50k, 100k for beats. Like, nigga. no, I used to get like 300, 500 back in the day. Why? Well, I didn't like that now though. That's my cause y'all don't put no value on y'all self. So. Oh, we ruined it. We ruined it. You said gotta mm. put some value on. Like, it, we ain't come from a world where you send beats. We come, bro. That bitch was tailor made. Understand? So it's like. But the producer was 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 respected way more, you know. What I'm saying like, 
you needed a dope producer as an artist. Like, you needed that. And now it's just, you got YouTube, people putting beats, and it's just not, it's just not the same. It's, too, it's just like Wild Wild West out there. So back then, it's like, it's a lot of value to the to the producer but now when that's what i'm saying like you can still have some kind of value you just gotta like limit it what you do what you send out you know what i'm saying go through a funnel make it be worth something instead of just sending out you know what i'm saying so back then with different times i could say for the producer game it was way better than, than what y'all doing now i had to, i gotta i got it just you know but then again <laughs> The publishing could be way better now because of the screens and the certain artists you might do. So people might give you a bigger advance. But that's really like, it's just, it's just different, bro. Shoot, half a million a beat. What are we talking about? Publishing advance. You know what I mean? Half a, a beat. Royalty advances. I it, I was getting so much doing beats. I ain't really do a public deal until like later on in my life. I did I did all like an admin deal. Oh, okay. Wow. So you never were like caught in like a bad deal or none of that? Oh yeah, some of them deals, all deals could be bad, but I was never, I didn't get to that to like, but I, I was making so much producer money, like NBA money, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? We were just, it was different back then. So I just did like, I had great people around too. I think I could have did better deals as I started doing deals. You were you ever in like an MR, what is it, the MRSC? What's that? What's the, the like? People have come on the show. A lot of guys are like a lot of guys like from that era. Like we're kind of into the like uh, where you got to release so many records or whatever. What's the one? Illmind was in one. Sonny was in one. Just like that. That that like the bad deal that everyone talks about. MDRC, not MDRC. I don't know. I, don't know. I think I, I don't know. I don't know about that. I just know that you know you got you know all these things are a bank. And it's like, you know, you leveraging your worth and what your worth is. And you can take, you can do whatever what that is. It's like your value, you know what I'm saying? And it's your portfolio. So you you loaning out your portfolio. You just taking money on your portfolio. Or you selling your portfolio and making it get transferred back to you after a certain amount of years. It's so hard to think about that though. Like when you're like when you when you when you got no money and you first get you know what I mean? Like, hey man, that's you're not my thinking point. Like that's your way of getting money. I ain't mad at you gotta do it. Right, but how great are you? How much you love it? Did you just do it for the money, or you okay? Now that you got a little bit of money, should the love get hunger? Should the, should, you, should your love get more like? Should you get more hungrier than you know? You should be like a wolf now. You should be got like a tiger. Cause you know, I took a loan. I bet it on myself. I want to bet again. So you look at the deal. Say, okay, I'm gonna get through this bet. I'm gonna get through this. Pew. Go harder. And you knock that bitch out and go through another one. That's I mean, it's business, man. Like, you know, you just got to know what you're doing when you're doing it. These get super hot so you can get the big, big check so you know what you're doing and you can invest that and do other things. 100%, man. I just know, like, I think a lot different now, you know, with, with the little bit of success I got, a lot different now than I did, you know, 10 years ago. Of course, you're going to keep doing it. I would have sold Producer Grind for, like, 50 bands so we're trying to invest, no, you know man, what I mean? You keep, you no, know. I'm saying back in the day, but it's just like, you know, praise God that, I never like was in any of those situations, but I just like I just think about it like, damn, I could have really no, under, but see, undersold I, I see, it's myself. It's funny, like it's funny because I, you know, I, I know you talk to Gary and stuff like that, and I say, yo, we got to align with them. I'm like, we got to work a deal, like a cool deal, and I look at it as showing you like the other side not being 
closed-minded. Like, yo, you know, there's a value to it. Like being a teacher and a negotiator is hard. Like, it's like I want, because I feel like you have something. You know what I'm saying? And like, and I know what it's going. It's not it's so much it's you knowing that you have something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm betting on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, let's take this bond. Like, I'm trying to, and then you start looking at it from a different ship, and then you can tell other producers, like, yo, by you being the helm of the ship, you can tell the producers, yo, you should move like this, move like that, because you are the businessman. So now it's like, this thing, like what you did to build is, I look at everything from all y'all, just like, that take, you know, tenacity, I take commitment, take drive, and you gotta constantly do it. You know what I'm saying? And I can tell that y'all love it, so. I don't think God will let you just go on. He ain't gonna let you be foolish, man. He ain't. You build something so 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 good that like he, he ain't gonna let you sell it like that. But the good thing about it is you know that you can build something to sell. Right, right. But yeah, but I just said that to say like I just know like for guys coming in, it's like oh I could sign this and get twenty bands. I could sign this and get fifty bands. If they just wait it out, you know what I mean. And yeah. If they believe in themselves. They can get more. Yeah. How do man? How do we? Uh, how do we change the culture, man? So people really start believing in themselves more and start valuing and, and being patient. Patience is another. You know thing what? Too. I think, man. Like I'm gonna start. Like I was telling somebody, man. I want to start going around. Like now that we outside, like just doing more camps. Like I'm gonna do more speaking music camp. Just speaking to people. Sometimes it's a little talk, a little encouragement from about. If I'm the goat, shouldn't the goat go around and preaching the gospel, helping these kids? Some people just avoid it. Like somebody hit me yesterday. Say, yo, I'm stuck. What do you do? What do I do, King? I said, man, keep pushing. I'm here. Call me if you need some some inspiration. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Fuck with that. I was watching the film. I don't know what film I was watching you last night, bro, but it was it was you talking about how you got shot in your arm. Yeah. You was paralyzed, but you said fuck that. Nigga, feel finna still be DJing. You know, yeah, DJing I had my like arm. This. Yeah, I had, yeah, I gotta keep pushing, man. Gotta keep pushing. We can't stop pushing, man. No matter what, we can fall down, but you better get your ass up. You can stay down for a little bit, but I'm gonna come. All right, nigga, you know, get up. You know what I'm saying? Just make sure you always get up. We're gonna all fall down, but you can't stay down. You gotta get up. So for me, when I got shot and I got paralyzed, I had to. Music was my life. It just was. It still is. Man, I'm out the loop. I didn't even know this. You you got shot in the arm. Yeah. Tell, tell that story, man. Man, I was working at Red Lobster, man. Bro, what yeah. film was that shit, bro? That shit was I, got, I was working at Red Lobster. I got shot at. He was putting the gun up. I got shot in the neck. It went like that. And it paralyzed my arm for a while. And it's still kind of like numb. But I was like, that won't going to stop me. I ain't. I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, I, I don't know. God just always had in my in my mind that it would get better. I never thought once, I never once thought, and that's amazing, I never once thought that my arm would never could be used again. I just looked at it as gonna be, I just know that whatever I do, I'm still gonna do music. It was like, it was weird, cause it felt like this wasn't in my hand, I was flopping in this, it was crazy. It was dead. It's like experiencing death on the one side of your body, that's crazy, bro. That's when you, you know, it's crazy, cause it feels weird. And I started feeling tingling sensation down it. So it's like, man, it was a blessing, man. I just thank God for how he sheltered my mind to never think negative on the situation. Still was a happy kid, you know, because of music. Music, man. Music really got it my whole life. 
got me in trouble, but it got me out of trouble. You know what I'm saying? So I tell any young person, man, if you love it, you can step away here and there. But if you really love it, it won't allow you to step away that long. It'll always call you. You'll, and you'll, you'll tell the same stories I'm telling and how music guided your life. You know what I'm saying? Because all the stuff I'm talking about was what got me through was music. The DJ and all. Like that's, and I think deeply now, that's music. The love of music. Through a tragic situation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's crazy because I could have been like, they're going to pay to never use my arm. Oh, man. Never once. Bro, we know this blind producer named Isaac. Oh, facts. They just all the time, they can't see for shit. But nigga make hard beats. Crazy. Because right. he see colors. The colors match. Or he talks to the Mac. And what does he use? Logic, right? He use logic. Like, he'll talk to it. Dude, it got, like, a little command system. But his beats are hard. I'm not saying, like, hard, he just make hard. average beats. Like, bro, he'll make hard beats. Like, he be winning beat battles and everything. Like, yeah. Not he because blind. he's blind. Because he's, cause he's hard. You got to connect me with him. We got a story to tell. I haven't talked to him in a while. Facts. Man. Nah, I'll be talking to him. DJ TK, man. Shout out to shout out to Isaac for I want to talk to him, man. We got we gonna really get deeper to music and make people start believing a little bit more in themselves. Cause I believe talking to him and me talking from my handicap, which still there's certain things like I never could I ain't know what one sixteenth and all that shit was. One sixteenth and one thirty two. I ain't know that shit. I ain't know what that was. I just did my stuff by ear, man. I ain't know. I don't know how to read that music shit. Yeah, look out. I just know how to do it. <laughs> I just got to get it done. That's my point. So talking to Ozzy, him blind, he gonna be like, I just know how to explain it. I know what it. I know what it need to feel. I said Ozzy, you know, I'm the same way. Mm. And nigga, quick with it too, bro. Like, yeah, I'm quick with. It. If I told me talk, I'll do this hot like this. I bet you, you'll be surprised at <laughs> me and work together. You'd be like. Yo, boy, be like something. It'd be like the Bible. I'm telling you. Uh, yeah, for real. I'm telling you. That'll be the hardest. I'm telling you. That'll be the hardest. So you you use um you use Ableton now mostly, right? Yeah, I started learning it. Yeah, I, when, I like when, it. When did when did you start doing that? Oh, seven years ago. Eight years ago. I still don't really. I because you could Ableton is like it remind me of ASR, MPC. It remind me of all that type shit. Um. I just start learning. That's what made me get into technology. I'm like, damn, they put all this shit in one thing. And it sounds good. I'm pulling up keyboards and drums. I'm like, it's fine. They finally got it right. Because I remember when it first was starting the little, the garage band, I was like, this ain't yeah, it. No, no. Mixed crash. And then I just said, I gave up on it. That's why I just started to stop. I stopped myself. Bro, you never got into Fruity Loops, FL? No, when that shit snuck up on me, she came up on me like a storm in the night. Boy, I started to say, wait a minute. And when I heard it, I'm like, ooh, ooh. But then I ain't all that computer shit. I'm like, oh, I look illiterate. Like, I don't know what the hell going on. Cause I'm so used to feel I'm like, man, I don't know what how that was, man. I felt like boo boo the food. So I said, let me learn the hardest thing that was Ableton. But I know I, they say you could do all the, I can make Ableton feel like an ASR. See, I ain't, I couldn't do that with no Fruity Loops. At least I ain't, but I'm, I'm gonna start trying that. Cause I love that shit. That shit got a sonic to it, but I like Ableton too, cause Ableton got that pop, clean thing that, that 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 thing that make me feel like when I did Justin Timberlake. You know what I'm saying? It got a Ableton make me feel like when I do Get Your Freak On. Uh, no, Fruity Loops <sighs> make me feel like I can do a Missy like the Missy type beats, but then it's like Ableton give it like that pop. What I do it like apologize like and shit like that yeah. cleanness. 
and what you can do. So that's real. Like, we really get different sounds out of different programs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I be calling Logic commercial. Logic is Logic only good for vocals. For thank you. Thank. Hey, we, that's a real myth. Be going. That's Logic only real. good for vocals. <laughs> <laughs> good for vocals. <laughs> only some good. people be now, going crazy. People, in life, though heads go crazy. I'm not, I'm not saying you know you got you got some you got some geniuses out of there that could do it. I'm just not gonna accept it because it's just something about the doll that sounds funny to me. The workflow. I just couldn't really get <laughs> it into it. Sounds funny to me. <laughs> Like y'all people who making these dogs, don't you know? I got the best ears in the world. That is a sappy ass dog. Yeah, you heard it. <laughs> that dog is. I don't know about that one, man. You know, when I talk about though earlier. You said you mix your beats, and I was listening to your uh, playlist on Spotify on the airplane here, and I'm just like, bro, these drums are they're wide. That was analog. Now I, I like them how they hit now. Fruit loop. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> wide as feel. I feel like when I hear it now, I'm like that shit sound old. So you mix it with beats different than how you did back then? Nah, I still mix them the same. So kind of give me like the rundown a little bit. You know, like a, I, I use a Neve board. So I just go up, you know, I know the EQs and I know how to do all that type of stuff. So back in the day, like, cause I know my mentor, he told me they used to have another time, but like, you know, the, the, the mixing boards that like, if somebody come in and touch it, it just fuck your whole mix up. Yeah, you ever you run into no problems? Nah, cause we put a big tape like a, like a, like a, <laughs> like a police sign, like criminal. Cross the whole thing. Yeah, they still some people still like, a, like, like, yeah, yeah. like you know, don't cross this line type tape. Yeah, we put that on there. Mm. Heavy. Nigga tells you you gone. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? The SSL boards that be doing that? Yes. Well, then the Neve you got you can recall buttons. I like that man. That shit is dope. You still use like the ASR and uh, I got one in my studio. Yeah, no, I don't really. Use, I I don't fool with it like that. So what's like the main components when mixing? I feel like a lot of producers get it. You know, they have, everybody have their own little methods and theories and stuff. I think, I think in the box, how they, how they, I think whatever they beat sound like. If you got it, like, like T, I mean, like Take Key, he got like, he got, he got a good formula for his FL. I know it's eleven, but still, everybody who got eleven and twelve, they, they still sound different. Like eight oh eight Mafia J, his shit sound different from Take Key. People are like, well, how can you hear the difference? I said, bro, because I know sound. Certain things he might put on his kick. Versus take key kick is totally different. It's very subtle, but it's a difference. You know what I'm saying? It's a difference that make a difference. You know what I'm saying? And it's like Metro have a different bounce. His 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 kicks feel like it's wide. His 808s feel wide and still hit like a fruit loop because he be mixing the MP with the fruit. He be they be doing that. I'll be hearing the difference. You know what I'm saying? Like people are like, you it's all sound the same. I said, no, it's the dolls of the digital, the frequency. It's the same. So once your ears get king to the frequency, you can hear the subtleness and what's the switch ups in their drums. Once your ears get adapted to the, the high frequency, and my ears are way adapted to the high frequency. Sometimes I be, I'm like, ooh, I hear the snare. It ain't, cause I used to think it was the same snares that people use, and it's not. I just had to train my ear to a certain frequency. What about monitors? How you feel about like, what's your favorite monitors? And is there a pair that you don't like? Yamahas. My bad. You said who? Yamahas. Yeah. You, you don't, don't like Yamahas? No, bro. I've been telling what? you I don't. That's why I just got the Adams, bro. Them Yamahas is trash. Tell me the Yamahas, the little one, six, seven, the or HS, whatever. The HS, yeah, the HSs. They overrated. Y'all. I haven't, I haven't um, heard these speakers in a while, but the PMCs. PMCs. Serious. They like clean. PMC, they cost a lot too. They like hundred grand speakers. Them shits is clean. I don't know, and that was back then. 
EMCs. Not the small ones though. How these output ones doing up there? They good, especially if you got some subwoofers. Like I got, I got the best. I got some good subwoofers down there. So when you play them together, got a little cool little sound. I just look for the higher frequency, and that one the the the, uh, the outputs got like a, a high frequency with an analog frequency at the same time. It's weird. It's a it's a it's a it's a mixed combination that works for me that I like. Some people are like, oh, I want it brighter. But like when you play FL shit out of there, that shit sound amazing. I'm like, damn. Shit be. That's the brand output? I never heard of him. Yeah, I've been seeing Output, you never heard of output? Arcade. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know they made hardware. I didn't yeah. Know I didn't know that. I think a question everybody wants to know is, how does Tim Lin pick his sounds? Cause we talk about that a lot in our podcast. We be like, sound selection is key. It's just whatever moves the soul, man. Like, I pick it from whatever moves me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like going picking a poor leaf clover. You got to, ooh, you get that one and jilt. You're like, ooh, put that, put that to the side. You just do a collection. And, and it's got to move you a certain way. You know what I'm saying? That's how I do it. I grab some sound, see how it was moving me, sit back. Sometimes it don't catch me right away. Walk away from it, come back. Because what I played might hit me a little different in a couple hours. So I go back and play the same thing. Like, mm, I ain't never like it in the first place. Move on. Do some more because I'm in that space of hearing. I'm gonna hear different. You know, sometimes you gotta walk away from your um from your um creative space and just maybe watch some movies, TV, and let the sounds flow with you. Let it flow with your spirit. Let it flow with your soul. It it you'll know because it'll just, it'll connect to you. You know, that's how I pick my sounds. I don't go in and like I just go through a bunch of them. And like, oh, okay, put that one to the side. Put that one to the side. Put that one to the side. Come back and I try to do like a group of twelve or something like that. Twelve sounds. And once I get those 12 sounds, I start playing with those 12 till I come up with at least one or two out of that good batch of 12. Then I put that away and go to another 12. Just try to do it in segments, you know, try to find the best sounds or the best. Sometimes finding sounds take time to find the best. And sometimes I like to make them, spend time with people who create. They're like, let's, let's put some reverb. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's do this. Let's do that. You know what I'm saying? But every day is different, basically. What about drum bounce? Like, Here's the thing, a lot of a lot of people be like, keep it simple. And at the same time, like we just ain't talking about like just a two-step hi-hat. You feel me? But with your beats, you have the drums in pocket, but they real like, you know, the drums are doing their thing, but the artists could do their thing. How do you keep that balance? Just don't want to get in the artist's way. And it's like playing basketball. It's like chemistry. When they bounce, throw your hi-hat, throw your little air candy right after they like but they now they do the ad lift to fill up the space, so you have to find you have to find where you can breathe that. So do it simple, but after the song is done, that's when you go back and add the little, you know, your little ear candies here and there. That's that be the catch to me. Don't say it's done like you know artists like I rapped on it. Okay, send it back to me, so I can hear it, and you start adding more to it. Y'all producers don't do that. That's facts. That's facts. Y'all don't do that. Y'all it's done. You send it off, it's done. Man, the artists really I'm like, don't, y'all too damn lazy, The artists don't bro. want us to do anything, Stop being, though. you can do it. You can make them do it. Make them see another light. Mm. We are the Jedis. <laughs> hey, preach, But man. that's what I want to talk about, though. I want to talk about- I was born in it, like, bang. You know what I'm saying? Like, make them see. <laughs> I want to talk about artist development, like- I don't know about that. <laughs> don't ask me about that. That's out of my pay grade, because I don't know what to develop these days. I don't know. I mean, I don't. They, I don't know. Like people like what they like. So is they really in the development? 
or I'm talking about more like just building with an artist? I think the development comes after they already got established. Hmm. Uh, what you mean? If you follow Drake's career, he showed you his own artist development from Take Care to now. You see the development of, but no, he didn't. He did it himself. That's how smart he is. He's probably one of the smartest artists in the world, right? So, look at Future, another smart artist. From from point A to point B to point C to point D, it takes special people to know that I got to develop. Now you, you live in a world they come out, they do their little thing, they make their little money, and that's it. They don't, you know. Then after a while, you. Every artist gets stagnated, and they'd be like, they don't know what it is, but it's really like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta put some work in now. You gotta go sit with a producer. We gotta have a conversation. We gotta talk about this. We gotta. If, if you don't know what you need to do, sit with a producer and create something. Create the next wave. And be patient. But I think that happens after they don't blow up and have a success. Now, like, you know, when they, when you get hot and everybody looking at you, now, if you try to make an album, the first album they probably go do on their own, and they'd be like, damn, the numbers ain't what it wanted to be. Now they like, they already got the, the notoriety. Now it's like, go sit with a producer and really figure out, like, I need a sound, you know, but they, they already, they already, because now I think you got to get the followings up and all that type of stuff. So when you do that, then you come back and get the development. I think. What do uh? What's your t- what's your the vibe of your studio sessions like? Are they very serious? Are y'all chilling, playing the game, or it's just chill? I think it's very chill. <laughs> I deal. I dealt. But see, for me, I dealt with artists who I dealt with like the greats. Man, the last hit I done was with Drake. You know what I'm saying? I dealt with the greats, the greats, like people who get their little tea. Hit that booth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Hit that booth. Know what we talking about. They know the whole thing. Asking questions. They they in it. So it's like you in it. Ain't no ain't no bullshitting in there. It's knocking them bitches out. You know what I'm saying? That's what I dealt with all my life. I ain't dealt with no lollygags. Mm-mm. So I don't know what that even is. This. I don't know how that worked. <laughs> what artists that you worked with had like the craziest work ethic? All of them. Every last one. That's why they're all hits. I mean, but the crazy work ethic, Beyonce. <sighs> Can't nobody outwork Beyonce. Nobody. Nope, 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 nope. I can't even explain to you. You know what I'm saying? Well, what you mean? I just she's you seen the Incredibles? The show the Incredibles? Okay, she's the she's the wife. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Jay Z is the the man. Like you know, what I'm saying they kids. Like they're Incredibles. I don't. It's some I can't I can't even begin to explain. It's something you have to see with your own eyes. And then I would say second, Missy. I I say I say almost a tie. Are they knocking out multiple songs in one session? Or are they spending like mo- how about like- this? I never seen Missy record. What you mean? I do the beat. She kicks me out. Mm. Beyonce, same way. For real? I can't explain the shit, man. So, big up to the women. The women, those two, oof, you ain't seen nothing like it, bro. 
You ain't seen nothing like it. And then, you know, his Drake got his way. He he incredible. J Jay. I was gonna say Jay man. I Jay go back is, to that video. Jay is he is Denzel Washington Book of Eli. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. You hear me? He is a prophet walking with glasses and can recite the whole. See how he read the whole Bible in the book of Eli? That's Jay-Z with his raps. He's the first one never wrote nothing down. People saw, no, Big was too. Big he was too. But Jay, that boy is, <laughs> he is, he's not human. He's different. He's different. That's all I can say. You ain't seen nothing like it. Just like how we talk about Stevie Wonder. He's different. The icons are just different, bro. They different. I don't know. I don't know how to put it. Different. Then I can say Justin Timberlake. Different. Different. I just said, man, so I mean, all of them, I just deal with different people. I deal with aliens, bro. Simple as that. But if when you want to say like the hardest, I gotta say Missy and Beyonce. Is that the the biggest trait you could point at? Is their work ethic? It's all they work ethic, and all all just mannerism. How they carry their business. How they carry themselves as a woman, as a lady in this industry. Man, shit. I ain't seen nothing like it. I learned from them. Mm. Drop some game then that you learned from Jay Z. Was like the most important piece of game that you learned. Understanding business and understanding your value. Understanding how to build something and know when to spend money. He always was very ahead of his time, like for his knowledge. He took me for a drive and said, did you know people in Brooklyn didn't know Central Park was free? Yeah. So that lets me know, like, he's educating me at the same time on just life and just where he come from and why he is where he is at. So what I learned from him is what I'm doing today, just being a, a great businessman and understanding your value and your worth. <laughs> and really navigating through life and really being humble and um and being um just fast forward just being like go get a mode my one of my mentors was Jimmy Iovine he always guided me and told me you know certain things I should be doing by him running Interscope and I had great people along the way man just a lot of times I just didn't listen you know what I'm saying but I had a lot of people like I said, a lot, but those two individuals showed me a lot. Jay taught me about being on time, too. Like, And Jimmy's always talked about time. You know, never waste nobody's time. You know what I'm saying? You know, they taught me, you know, the business part, which I, you know, didn't really understand at that time. It's being ignorant. <laughs> but I understand it now. You know, I started to understand it. So just, you know what I'm saying, just being in that world, like they understand what their art was and what it, the value of their art. When you're a producer in the room, like, what should your energy be like? You got to bring that energy. As a producer, you got to bring that energy. You got to bring that that fire, that energy to get the artist, because the artist could be in a different mood. 
And if you're waiting on the artist, sometimes you got to bring that that energy. Sometimes it could go backward. They might not want to receive that energy, but I feel like as a producer, your job is to produce. Produce that energy. Some way, somehow. Producing ain't always just making music. It's part, it's part producing a great atmosphere for a person. You know? So, try to bring that energy. It's hard because there's a lot on our shoulders. That's why I say our value got to go up. And that's why a lot of people probably don't work with producers in the room. Y'all don't have that. Send me something. So that's why I'm saying, man. You know what I'm saying? I'll be watching the video with you and Jay-Z, Dirt Off Your Shoulder, man. It's Everybody just, watched that. It's just like, I don't know, bro. I feel like you knew that last beat was the one. Like, you held it. Like, you was just like, oh, I'm going to wait. I'm going to play these other ones. Sometimes you just know. When you make a, 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 a four batch, you know which one of the two is going to be, you know two going to be popping. And I knew, I knew that, I knew, I knew that Dirt Off Your Shoulder was crazy. And then when he solidified it, I was like, yeah. Because he could have been like, I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? But I just knew. Sometimes you just know. The moments just come, you just know. And it comes very, it's like it's a fluttery feeling because you just like, damn, I wonder if that player ain't gonna like it. No, this shit banging. He gotta like, or oh, I'm gonna make him like it. Cause that shit is just that crazy, and you gotta go in there feeling that crazy. Damn! Imagine if Jay would have said nine next, that would have been crazy. <laughs> exactly. So you gotta know you can't you can't imagine that. Just imagine it. You can't because it was that great. Who who said that, bro? I think it was Buddha. It was like, bro, you gotta sell your record, bro. You gotta sell something, man. You gotta bring that energy, man, in a humbly way too. In a humbly way. Yeah, humbly. So how do we stay more humble? Because you look, because the music is taking over your soul. You just in the music, man. This shit crazy. And it's watching you vibe like how you just love it. Watch the break. Ooh, you hit. Cut it back on. Run it back. You know, making people see the, 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 the colors that you see. Overrated, underrated. Ice, man. So we give you a topic. You tell us if it's overrated, underrated, and why. So we already got the answer in the beginning of the interview, but the first one is beat tags. Overrated, underrated. Underrated. For sure, for sure. You ain't got to speak more. We already had talked it up about that one. Second one is the streaming era. Overrated, underrated. Ooh. Overrated. Yeah. Talk about that. Just too much. Every screaming, screaming. But but then I like it too. Because it finds me, it gives me the 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 the, the choice of discovery. But it's overrated. It's oversaturated mm. more than overrated. That's what I was going to say. I feel like streaming made music It's just way oversaturated, more oversaturated. But I love Discovery. So I feel like a hypocrite now. But it is oversaturated. But like, damn, give me just like a small bundle and uh, y'all just get more creative with make it, getting more shit on your shit. You know what I'm saying? I can accept that. But it's, it's oversaturated more than overrated. Okay, so overrated, underrated sample makers. Sample makers are the new record makers, like the new artists from back in the day. Like, like if how we had the Ohio players, a sample maker is like doing Ohio players player music. I think samplers have to be a little bit more creative. I don't think it's overrated. I think it's um, I think it's more like uh, dilated or like diluted. Like it's people just using the same sounds and the same rhythm and the same cadence and the same. Bling, bling, bling. And it's like, yo, it's more rhythm than the bling, bling, bling. Goddamn 4PF triplet shit. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, we gotta, like, we gotta explore it just a little more. 
you and sometimes it's like even that's why I say if you got do you what you feel, but give me the stems. Cause let me recreate it in my way. Then they be like, damn, I said, that's your sample. That ain't my sample. I done flipped some of people's sample out of this little part so they salute that they don't see, but that's what it's for. Cause when you should buy a record, you didn't like the record. You find a part in the record that you like. And you sample that and make it work. That's what I did. So that's how I look at a sample. I'm like, just stop sending me the same kind of like cadence and same flow. Like I'd be like, yo, man, this, Make me, make me, make me scream, cause that's your composure. You show me your your composition. So I'm tired of hearing some of the same compositions. You know what I'm saying? I like people put some thoughts in their compositions. You know what I'm saying? Then I take it in sample. So I think we need it. So I don't want to say it's, it's it's underrated, cause it's definitely just need to just. I think it needs to be more uh, um, um, preparation when they do it. I think more preparation, not and just keep and just think about it more, send less. But maybe if you send 10, make sure them 10 is like you already hear them on an album or something without your beat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You be like, God, dang, what I supposed to do this? And they send the stems. And now you got it. <sighs> I ain't really got too much to ask. The only thing I got to say left for a rep of this interview is like kind of just taught me what it is to be hungry. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like my bro DB, I talk about him all the time, but bro, that nigga hungry, bro. Like he just love music. He talk about music. He everything he do is that's what I want around me. That's all I like around me. Cause guess what? We gonna figure out the next invention when it comes to music. It might be a damn little boombox because you love music. Music is everything. What we hearing right now, the man cook that's music. That's a rhythm. Everything I hear with rhythm, I'm like ooh, you hear that. Man, you need to be run downstairs. Do that again. Simple. Yeah, Random I do that shit. all the time. I do that all the time on my phone. <laughs> For real? Yeah, man. Everything is a rhythm. How we walk, how we move, a rhythm. Everything's a rhythm, man. So I like to meet that person who loves music. I, I, we have a ball. He'll, be, he'll enjoy, he'll keep me. You want that person around. You know why? Because it's infectious. When you having a bad day, he going to lift you up because of his love for music. Damn, he can't out-love me. You can't out love this way, and I love like I'm the one here. He's smiling. He ain't got shit to his name, but he, you think he got the, everything to his name? The way he just living life, you, that's what you want. You want that energy around. You want you always want somebody like that around at all times, because he gonna bring you when you down. When you down, he gonna lift you up because of his love. When your love get a little dumb in it, like it just get a little tampered with, he gonna lift you up because his love is just so superior for, for the for the craft. 100%, man. Y'all, listen. That's a route. You feel me? I just got a whole lot of game. Yes, her. We're not even going to drop this interview. It was really private. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, <laughs> no, we're going to make it an NFT. You got a mint to watch this. To watch this. <laughs> NFT, man. Yeah, there's some gems on there. But if it's some last good, advice you could give to the viewers watching, what would you say to them? Stay hungry. Stay down. Stay down. Even when it, even when it don't look like it's going up. Keep the faith. If everybody telling you dope, you ain't you dope for a reason. Don't let nobody tell you that you're not. And just stay loving the music. Find the love in the music, not not what's coming out of it. Cause what's coming out of it will come to you. You know what I'm saying? Like if you good, it'll come to you. It's meant for you. You just gotta love it. Same way I do. I love it every day. Uh, I I did one point in my life neglect it, and it showed me when I neglected it. Cause I took a L, took some losses. You know what I'm saying? But guess what? 
we got reacquainted again. And that's what you don't never, you know, don't slip. Stay up, even when it's down. There you go, man. That's a wrap. We see y'all on the next podcast. Maybe Dylan might be there. We don't know, y'all. We'll see. We'll see what's Maybe good. one time thing, but that's.